the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. You know, every single day is a day to move a little bit closer to God. You may feel far away from him, but today, right now, let's move a little bit closer and tomorrow a little bit closer because it's exciting to be in relationship with God. God is your father and he loves you. So this is Jennifer and you are listening to Simply for Women. And it's a simply beautiful day to be together and to grow in the Lord. That's what we're doing. We're going to pray. We're going to look at scripture. We're going to encourage one another and we're going to share our faith. So today is a day to grow. Today is a day to move closer. You know, there are answers that will come in your life when we pray. God wants us to pray, but before we do or when we do, we have to have the right image of God, of God, your father. God is your father. And I don't know what kind of father you had. You know, usually there's three options. You either have a father that's dead or absent. And that if you have a father that's dead or absent, you have almost a blank slate. You have a grief, you have a pain, and you you have a difficulty to imagine God as, as, as your father. Now, sometimes you had a wonderful father, but they're dead. And so now I'm missing that person. And, and secondly, you could have had a wonderful father, just an absolutely wonderful father who did everything a good father's supposed to do. That's number two. Or, or number three, you could have had a bad father who, um, you know, didn't, didn't do such a good job and maybe harmed you in some way. So there's, there's three kinds of dad. There's, there's that dad that's absent or, or dead. There's the dad that is awesome, wonderful, phenomenal. And then there's the dad that maybe really messed things up. So no matter what father you had, God is still your father. And so we have to kind of filter through the type of earthly father that we had so that we can relate properly to God, our father. Okay. God wants you to come to him. He is the perfect father. He's the father you never had. He's the father you need. If yours is dead or gone or, or was absent from the beginning, God, even if you are the one, then you're like, Jennifer, I have a wonderful father. I could call him right now and he would help me. That's great. But at some point, you have to transition. At some point, you have to rely on God as your father. You have to go from an earthly father to God is my dad. God is my dad and God is my father. 
It doesn't mean that we neglect or or don't ignore our earthly father. No, no, no. That's important. God wants us to honor our father and mother. Always we're to honor our father and mother to the best of our ability, of course. But at some point, you have to make a transaction in your life and realize and accept that God is your father. And he's a really good father. So if we want to have answers to come in our lives when we pray, we need to start with the right image of God. What kind of father is God? God is is a wonderful, loving, gracious father. He wants the very best for you. And I want you to see this in Luke fifteen seventeen. It's the prodigal son. You've all heard it, but let's look at it again. Luke fifteen seventeen. When he came to his senses, and this is the prodigal son, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and I've sinned against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father, but while he was a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran to his son and he threw his arms around him and kissed him. And the son said to him, father, I've sinned against heaven and I've sinned against you. I'm not even worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quick. Bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found again. And so they began to celebrate. Yes, what a beautiful picture. That is the Father God. And he is welcoming you as his child. He is loving. He is gracious. He is warm. We have to have the right image of God. Another thing about God, it says in James 1, 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. So we can ask God for wisdom. He's going to give generously to us and he's not going to find fault in us. Jesus came to show us God the Father Jesus wanted us to see. He wanted to point the way, show us the Father, and show us the Father's love. And so we have to start with the right image of Father God. My my dad, <laughs> I have a really great dad, and I have to say he's a chaplain. My dad's a chaplain, yeah, and he does prison ministries. My dad works in hospitals. If you are sick, he's the best person ever to come and pray for you. And when I was a kid, he was really fun. He was so much fun. He was funny. He would take a blanket and put it around his shoulders like a Superman cape and fly around the house and you would chase him around. And he's very consistent and kind and generous. I th- I thought growing up, I thought whatever my dad has is mine. You know, my dad really loved God and he was very consistent in taking us to church and making sure that we understood what standards were, what how we behaved. And whenever you went out in town, you knew that you had a reputation to uphold. You just knew that you were a reflection of his good character, a reflection of his reputation. He was a really good, he is a really good father. And I tell you that story because 
That's how God is. God is fun. He wants you to enjoy him. God is consistent and kind and generous. And he gives us earthly fathers because he wants them to teach us about God and that he wants our earthly fathers to be a reflection of our heavenly father. And that's how kids learn. That's how kids learn how to how what kind of father God is. (laughs) Woo. That's a pretty high calling, isn't it? For all the dads. But that is one of the roles of a dad is to help you as a kid to see what God the Father is like. And if you never had an experience like that and you never had a father like that, I want you to know that you can experience that love of a father through God. And God is that father to you and for you. And he wants to be close to you. So that's the first thing. We have to have the right image of God and know how to approach him. The prodigal son, he ran to the father. He ran and hugged him. So I challenge you today just to to run back to your father. You know, we've had so many uh, kids over the years. We've been at our church for 24 years. I think it's a long time on the west side of Columbus. It's called the church next door. And if you are in town and you're uh, near the west side, come see us. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and come to the church next door on the west side. But anyway, at our church over the years, I will have known of a kid who kind of falls away, gets into stuff or gets in trouble or goes off on their own path. And then they come back to church and I'll be, I'll be, we'll be singing or we'll be praying and I'll look across the room and I'll be, I'll say, oh, there they are. They're home. They came home. And it's the most wonderful, exciting thing when we come home to the Lord. And, you know, that's how God wants us to be received. It's always just, it's so wonderful to come home. And so if you have wandered far from God, your father, I just challenge you today. Come home. Come back to the Lord. Come back to church. Come back to your church family. They love you. They missed you. And if you don't have one, come to ours. We will welcome you with open arms. So we we just want to approach God knowing that he is our father. So there's a few requirements in the way that we approach God. And the first requirement is reverently to submit to God. We want to renounce our own will and our own way and say, God, your way is better. Your way is higher. I choose you over, over me. I choose your ways. And, and just to understand God loves you more than you love yourself. God understands you better than you understand yourself. And he only wants the best for you. God wants the best for you, but you have to be willing to say no to the things that are not God's best. For you. So that's the first one. We have to approach him knowing that he's a good, good father. And we have to say, I'm going to get rid of my old selfish ways. And the second one is faith. It says in Hebrews 11, 1, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So the second requirement to approaching God is faith. Anyone who comes must believe he exists and know that he rewards those that seek him. So you want to come to him 
believing in him. You have to believe in God's goodness, believe in God's faithfulness, believe in God's character and come to him in that way. And if you do those things, if you come to him in those ways, then it's a two-way communication. And God is with you, and God hears you, and God is going to answer your prayers. So the third requirement is to come in the name of Jesus. John 14, 13 says, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Son, that's Jesus, may bring glory to the Father. So we come in Jesus' name. Why do we come to the Father in Jesus' name? Because Jesus is the one the Father sent to this earth. He walked this dusty earth. He went to the cross for you. And because of that, he He is alive. He is well. He sits at the right hand of the Father, praying day and night, making prayers to be answered for you. That's where Jesus is. He is a great intercessor and sitting there at the right hand of the Father. So we come to the Father in Jesus' name. We say, God, I come to you in Jesus' name because he certainly understood. He understood this earth. He understood this world, and he conquered it. And so we come in Jesus' name. Those are a few things, and and we'll talk about more on the next episode. You are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. I hope that today you've been encouraged. Go to your Father. Run to your Father in heaven. You are listening to Simply for Women. Stay right here. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.